Hey there, welcome to the last and final episode of the series and I hope we can do another one soon but for now it's time to take a break and but before I go on a break I have got Shirley Conlon with me from Shirley Conlon Organics which is a brand I had interacted with and collaborated on uh, back in 2015 as a content creator and today it's grown heaps and bounds and that's just because it's got amazing quality it's a completely pure sustainable organic brand made straight from the heart and the person behind it is just as beautiful and she's got so much of knowledge which she shares on this episode with me and that's a pleasure i'm ever grateful to her for so go check out the interview to get some truly amazing skincare tips and skincare mistakes that you must avoid and also to know which are her best products my favorites are two that i'm holding right now one is the fountain of youth and one is the rose of oil go check out the interview for more take care sia thank you so much for watching because i know a part of it but dive right in and tell me how did you start this beautiful brand which i must say is so pure i think my inspiration takes me back to childhood i really believe that uh, well my mother was the most inspirational person in my life my mom and my and my dad but especially my mom because uh, she told me stories there was a very big age gap between my mom and i she had me when she was 42 Um, and I was the youngest of a very big family. I won't because you'd probably fall off your chair, but <laughs> very big family. Uh-huh. And you remember? Yes, I remember. <laughs> everything I remember. She, she had a huge family, and everything she did was homemade, homegrown. She had a beautiful, very uh, big organic garden that she grew all her vegetables and and things. And people used to come from all over to look at her garden. And she talked to me a lot about beauty and. and things and um she ended up actually um growing a business from her garden so she opened what was the, then a little hut it started and it became one of the most important stores for the whole community to come and buy and that basically started from a little from her vegetable patch and she'd make apple pies and things like that and it grew into something really important and She did that alongside being a mom and doing everything else alone honestly I don't know how she did it she obviously never slept but uh, I I had very big shoes to fill so I think it inspired me entrepreneurship is something that grows in uh, our family all of my brothers and sisters are entrepreneurs and she would talk to me a lot about beauty and mix little herbs and tell me cures she had a cure for like warts and different things so I was always inspired by her mm-hmm. uh later when I moved to the UK I studied beauty therapy and it was quite interesting because there was parts that I loved like facials and stuff yeah. and there was parts that I definitely didn't like like doing pedicures and extensions and stuff so so I tried to, to stick to the parts I loved and then um I think it was fate I got offered a job for an international beauty company and I um represented brands like Aesop which is a beautiful beautiful brand but at the time it wasn't known So um we helped to develop that. I worked with brands like Profumo di Capri, Laura Tonato, um and I traveled a lot. So my job, although it sounds very glamorous, was also quite lonely. I traveled all over. Um and I dealt with some of the most important stores in the world and uh, opening doors, visual merchandising, but it gave me a really in-depth knowledge into brands and um and ingredients in particular. So long story short I had my baby I couldn't uh travel all over the place anymore so I took that gap that time um to actually I'd lost my brother in the meantime as well and it just 
just felt like I needed to go back to my roots again. I was living in London, life is very fast, and I just wanted to go back to that uh, as much as I could organic way. So um, I started my um, course in cosmetic applications, sorry, for specializing in um, organic chemistry. And, um, and that was it. And then I moved to Dubai and my skin began to break out and I couldn't find the products I wanted to use. And I also couldn't find the products with the sustainable uh, way of packaging. It was always either plastic or the ingredients in the products like um, phototoxic ingredients or molecular weight heavy ingredients. So my skin just wasn't very happy when I moved here in the first two years this transition period. I was getting a lot of breakouts, enlarged pores, dull skin, lots of pigmentation. And I started making my products, not as a business, I started making them actually as a solution for my skin. And from there, I started uh, giving to people for their skin and I was giving it for free until people said, no, we need to buy it, it's really good. And it just kind of grew organically. What are the three uh, desert friendly, you know, tips that you would share with people and and even it would be helpful if you shared them on the basis of skin types. People say skin type. I personally believe that your skin, I don't believe that your skin is one type. I really, I really believe, and this is something that my mom told me as well, your skin is constantly changing. Um, so depending on the, the, depending on where you are, where you live, depending on your travel, your diet, your lifestyle, your stress, what you're using, your skin is constantly changing. So um, I don't think it's one thing fits all, but if you are in this climate, a desert climate, then I would say um, the couple of tips I would have, and it would probably be great for all skin types anyway, from dry to, to oily, is avoid anything that's very heavy. You know those creams that are kind of waxy, so there's a lot of um, heavy oils inside it. Yeah. or the emulsifier is quite thick. So avoid heavyweight products. Use the lighter the product, the quicker it's going to get absorbed. Because mm -hmm. if you put heavy products on your pores, you're actually just going to clog your pores, which ends up with breakouts and dull skin. So lightweight products. Avoid uh, photosensitive ingredients. Mm -hmm. So try to um, look at your ingredients, get to know your ingredients. And any of the citrus oils, for example, Retin-A, vitamin C, L-ascorbic acid, all these ingredients you shouldn't use if you're in the um, desert climate, in the heat, during the day. Okay. I would also say, um, and most people don't agree with me here, I've only met a few people who, who agree with me, but I, I really believe that sunshine is vital for emotional well-being, for healthy skin, healthy body, healthy mind, you need sunshine. So I know everybody says they wake up in the morning and the first thing they do is they put on um, sunblock. I don't necessarily agree with that. As you can see, my skin, I've never put sunblock on in my life. I've never put sunblock on my face. Wear a hat. Um, and I'm not saying to people don't use sunblock. Do what's right for you. But I also am very careful with the sun take moderate sunshine. I do believe it's important for your whole body. Yes. Um, you know, without any sunscreens, I think that's really important for 10 minutes, for 15 minutes. I'm not saying go on the beach the whole day and fry, but <laughs> in moderation, do get a little bit of sunshine. I think it's really important um, as is a healthy diet.
So yeah, that would be my tips. It's not all about skincare. Healthy skin is not all about skincare. Skincare plays a very small part of it. Three products that one must try. What are your three bestsellers? Oh my God. I mean, at the moment for me, I am absolutely in love with the vitamin C. So we, um, and that's because we use a Tetra C, which is safe to use in the environment. It's oil soluble. Um, it's lipid loving like our own sebum. So it absorbs really quickly. It's got active collagen in there. So it continues working up to 72 hours of application. It's got the date extract, which we've been working with a laboratory in France. Um, uh, so date extract is known as a really, really good anti-aging ingredient. So that's just absolutely amazing. It's really, really effective. It's really good and very excited about that. Um, another product would definitely be the Fountain of Youth because it's the only moisturizer that we have. We have three serums, but only one face cream because we actually believe that it's the best one. We don't need a it second. Is. Absolutely is. <laughs> You can use, and, and it's great because you can use it in the day with, on its own, or to make it richer, because what makes a, a, a cream rich or less vis viscous is actually the oil content. So if you want to make a richer cream, just add a little bit of the serum together and apply it, and you've then got a, a heavier night cream. Yeah. Um, so that would be another one. And the third one, definitely eye cream. I think an eye cream is, um, it's very important because, you know, to protect the, this, the skin around the eyes is very different to the rest of the skin. Mm -hmm. um, it's much more susceptible to um, aging or fine lines. So I think that's really good as well. And our eye, eye cream is uh, amazing. It's got uh, organic Botox in there. A few uh, skincare mistakes that you've seen people do. I think the first thing, so I'm, I'm always quite surprised when I see posts on Instagram and somebody's opening their cabinet and they've got 300 bottles of everything in there and I wonder how they actually first of all from a sustainable point of view it just it horrifies me I, yeah. I don't know if they're getting it for free or if they're buying it or whatever but secondly how do you know what works yes <laughs> if you're applying 20 things at night so I think let's go back to basics keep it simple yeah you know right. stop going for hype thing because we get bored very quickly and we want the next thing we read about something else and that gets left and and just being conscious and mindful of you know the packaging and uh, you know finish something give it a chance to work give it a proper chance to work people use something and maybe for the first two or three days your skin needs to detox from whatever else you've been using and needs to adjust to the new product so maybe they use them and say oh i got a little pimple i'm not using that um which is a misconception you need to keep going with it and try it at least 21 days until you see whether your skin actually likes this product or not but if you're applying so many different things i think that's a huge mistake and i think another big mistake is um uh, too much sun so over sun exposure exercise you know drink water when your body requires it don't drink three liters two liters one liter seven liters i don't know there's listen a little bit more to your body you have a family you have so much going on how do you multitask and does this <laughs> oh my god it's constant guilt i have to tell you well first of all meditation uh yoga prayer i do pray a lot i don't care which to whom you pray if it's your shiva or your I don't know. It doesn't matter which religion i'm i'm not very um i'm not very keen on religion but i'm 
I have huge faith. So I pray a lot, meditation, a um, little bit of yoga. I don't do as much. I'm a bit lazy. Um, I don't do as much of that. Or I make excuses. I'm definitely not lazy, but I make excuses. There's always something else I, I should be doing. And I will regret that later. That's one of my downfalls. But um, constant guilt. I mean, I always feel guilty. I haven't spent enough time with them. Um, I think sometimes when they grow up, will they think I've done enough? I've not. But you know what I realize? The most important thing that you can do for your kids is give them time. They don't need the next thing. They don't want to go to, I don't know, whatever motion gain here and there. They just want your time. So I, I'm quite good at giving them my time. From your journey as an entrepreneur, you know, what is something that you didn't know when you started? But now when you look back, you believe that it's very important. Mm. I think time management, um, not very good at it, by the way. Um, if I'd have known, I think if I'd have known how difficult it was, especially in the skincare industry and especially here, it's very competitive. Um, and sometimes I feel like, what, what's it all for? Is it actually worth it? Um, but I really believe in what I do. So I think, first of all, you have to love, you have to love what you do. If you're going to work for yourself, if you're working for someone else, you can do anything because you have your hours of work and you leave and you come home and it's done. But if you're working for yourself, I think you really have to love what you do because you're going to be working even when you sleep. I mean, honestly, even when I sleep and I wake up and I think of formula or I think I should this or something, is it registered? Did we finish that? So it's never ending. Yeah. So you better love what you do. Otherwise it's going to drive you insane. So I think that's really important. And um, time, I mean, I never realized how much time you'd actually spend. And sometimes that does cut into my family life. Um, I try not to make that happen. Um, so it's just, yeah, don't beat yourself up about everything. I think another thing that's really important, and I forget to do this very often, is looking back and seeing how far you've come instead of always looking at what you've not done yet you know sometimes it's always like that and then I stop and I think that's again I guess meditation you just think you know wow this is how far I've come so yeah and don't beat yourself up just because someone else is doing something and they look like they're doing it faster or better or quicker or um, don't compare yourself to other people either just you because no one else can be you yes you can have other products but nobody has the same style the same method the same way as you have so don't be so competitive and give yourself a break laugh don't take it all seriously you know <laughs> what is your take on self-love or what is your take on love if you can't love yourself then i don't know who else is out there going to, going to love you so i think just again the whole reconnecting with yourself knowing who you are asking yourself am i a good person do i need to change this do i need to change that how can i make other people feel good about about spending time with me you yeah. know do people want spend time with me and then another very important thing is do you want to spend time with you because very often people don't want to be alone they will just they will connect with anything rather than spend time on their own put the tv on go on instagram read a book you know are you able to stay with yourself and love yourself and do you like yourself first of all before you do you love yourself and if you don't then there are some things you need to change um, we all have faults. I'm not saying, you know, I'm not saying be perfect. We're all imperfect. But just 
I think it brings a self a sense of self peace mm. if you um, love yourself. And then once you love yourself, you can share that love with other people. But yeah, surround yourself with people who give you energy, positivity, love. If you're married, uh, my mom always said your husband is the biggest child you'll ever have. So just keep that alive. Keep that. I met my husband actually on Valentine's Day 20 oh, wow. years ago. Yeah, in wow. London. So and we went out for the first date on Valentine's, which was back then not the best thing because it was all romance and violence and flowers. <laughs> Super embarrassed. We didn't know at that stage whether we really liked each other. <laughs> so it's also keeping that love alive and knowing, um, knowing that there will be ups and there will be downs and there'll be times when you want to run out the door, but just, you know, making it work and really believing in what you have if you've been blessed with love. Yeah. grab it and let that go and I think that that love can be from anything can be you know with your furry friends with your friends with yourself with your husband your kids it doesn't have to be you know just a partner but uh, if you grab that if you do find and I think another thing for me is uh, and I know I've, I've talked to you about this before is I have lost so I have lost some of my brothers very young and so for me, it changed completely my perspective of life. It's for me, it's only about love. It's only about connection and everything else is just, you know, it's just filling in in the middle, but life is really only about love. That's why we're here. It's been lovely talking to you. Thank you so much for making time. And thank you love so much for sharing these insights. <laughs> thank you so much for having me. So we have come to the end of another beautiful episode and I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you liked it. If you did, please go like, share, subscribe, follow and stay tuned for whenever I come back next. I hope it's soon. Thank you so much for supporting. Thank you to each and every one of you for watching, for giving all the love that you do, for all the comments, all the solutions, feedback, everything. Thank you to each and every person who's been a part of this journey. Every guest that I've had on Curry Connect, it's been an absolute pleasure to connect with you and to share your stories. Thank you so much. And I hope I can come back with another series of Curry Connect. But for now, Keep listening to Curry Connect on YouTube and on Spotify, which is the newest entrant in this uh, journey of mine. So go check it out and uh, lots of love. Take care. Tata. Thank you so much for listening. If you like this podcast, then do give us a follow and tune into our next episode as well. If you wish to watch the videos on YouTube, you can check them out at Karishma Connect and give us a follow on Instagram at Karishma Vallade. Thank you again. Take care. See you in the next one.